Hello, hello, beautiful people. Welcome to Da 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 Jesse Treffa Podcast in the Raw. Today we are going to talk a little bit about burnout and some signs and just chat. We're just going to chat about it a little bit. So this podcast, Jesse Treff and the Raw, is where we have real authentic conversations about our worth as human beings. Sometimes we forget how much power we have to really choose how we think, to choose how we show up for people and how we show up for ourselves. We have so many choices and sometimes we just get lost in, oh, busyness or distractions or just feeling a little tired or even we get lost in burnout and we forget how much power we really have over our life and how we choose to live it. So this podcast is here to remind you and me how much power we really do have. So thank you for being here today. So let me give you a little update with Jesse Triff. Uh, I have been telling you guys how many apartments I've been looking at and I'm not complaining. I'm just telling you the truth. So this last weekend, Stephen and I went up to Palm Beach to look at a few apartments and It was fun to go up there, but also like not really quite a vacation. So I didn't sleep really good for two nights and I don't function well when I don't sleep. So I'm showing up for you here today. Uh, Probably like 70% here. 30% of me is in my bed or in the clouds or something. But I'm here, you know, so if I if there's a lot of ums or there's some spaces or I repeat something, forgive me, please. Uh. Um, we're also doing a coffee detox. We, we, (laughs) we weren't really drinking that much coffee, but our last coffee detox was like three months ago. I think I made a podcast about it so I could actually check pretty easily. So I think it was two or three months ago. We did a pretty good coffee detox, but now we're doing another one already. So this is the first morning with no coffee. So that's the real reason for my spaciness or my little, I feel like my eyes are like almost closed, you know? So, but we're talking about burnout and I'm not burnt out. I'm just tired from a couple nights of sleep, but how can we tell the difference? How do we know if we're just tired or worn out or if we're really burnt out? So burnout, now burnout is interesting because I feel like A lot of people who are truly burnt out don't really realize that this is really important to treat. Burnout applies a lot with caretaking careers. And this is all my opinion. So I'm just going to talk. If your opinion is different, great. We can talk about it. Um, Burnout, I feel, applies a lot with caretaking careers, whether that be a nurse or a CNA or if you're caring for your parents or if you're caring for a disabled child or what are some more caretake even doctors or I said nurses um, you know even teachers uh, that work with kids and even adult teachers I feel like burnout applies a lot for caretaking positions And I think burnout also applies a lot for moms with kids. I know burnout can apply with any career, any person ever, if they aren't able to manage their boundaries and their workload and all of that. But I feel like people who are especially empathetic, 
caring. Um, I'll use the word unselfish. Uh, just really nurturing people. They feel so good when they care for others, when they make others feel better, when they can improve the experience of someone. It makes them feel so good that they will overdo it. They will sacrifice their own time off or their own needs in order to make someone feel good or to give their kids what they need or to give their family, to take care of their family or to show up at work when someone called in sick because god forbid the one person doesn't get their their care just these empathetic nurturing personalities have an easier time not prioritizing their individual needs so what happens is through time these needs get ignored and then the cup just gets keeps getting emptier, more and more empty. You've heard the quote, you can't pour from an empty cup. Burnout happens when you're pouring from an empty cup. When your cup is empty and you're still pouring out. It drains your reserves. Burnout happens. So what are some symptoms of burnout? So what do you think of first? Like when we're talking like this, what do you think of as symptoms that these people that a person might be feeling when they're getting burnt out like a mom who's doing too much and she's uh, ignored her needs for a year or two or three years or maybe even more or a nurse who keeps doing the night shift and just keeps giving care and isn't taking her time off or getting the rest she needs or you know doing her hobbies and the things she enjoys she's just living for you know these guys too or he is just he's a nurse and he's just living for the needs of the patient and what do you think are some signs of burnout when that goes on for too long maybe you think of body pains or headaches or just feeling kind of down and that is right and it goes deeper and deeper it's really crazy how draining and defeated burnout can feel. It's not just having no energy. Burnout brings a sense of self-doubt and failure. Like the person can be doing amazing caring for these people or they can be doing amazing work at their job. Like let's say it's a graphic design job. They're doing amazing work creating these graphics and templates and it's a great work but they feel like it's never good they don't think that they can do their job good everything is a failure it's it's not it's not satisfying burnout can make you feel helpless and trapped and defeated like you're stuck here you know like if if you're like when i was a massage therapist before I retired and I was starting to feel burnout, I didn't know it was burnout, but I felt like I was going to be massaging forever. I couldn't stop. I was like, I, I'm, I'm a massage therapist. You know, I have to do these massages. I have no way out. You know, I felt like I didn't have a choice. And then also burnout, like you feel detached and you feel alone. It sounds a lot like depression, but I'm not going to attach any words. But it does have similar feelings to just 
feeling just depressed and down. Loss of motivation, low energy, kind of cynical and negative. All those mental uh, words come up. That's all a lot of um, mindset and decreased satisfaction and sense of accomplishment. And just really tired, just really tired and not interested in life, not interested in making changes, not interested in doing anything different. And then just going to work or going to do the things that you need to do, doing them and not having any ambition or fire to do them. And that's what happens when we push it too far, when we pour from an empty cup for too long, when we don't take care of ourselves, when we don't prioritize our needs. And we'll talk about burnout more in the future with more specifics on like what to do to help it. But today, I almost want to talk about what to do to prevent it before it happens. Because it's almost like If burnout happens, you have to play catch up. But if you can learn to prevent burnout, if you can learn what you need to do in order to not burn out, then you don't have to play catch up. You don't have to like fill up your reserves again because you never drained them. So, and when you learn to prevent burnout, you're learning how to take care of yourself. You're learning how to put yourself first in a way where it's not selfish, but it's essential to living a joyful, productive, happy, energized life. So how do you prevent burnout? Well, let's say you're in one of the caretaking jobs and you don't want to burn out from this job, but you want to do a good job and you want to take care of these people. Some ways to prevent burnout are to understand your boundaries when it comes to these interactions with patients or clients. How much of your personal life do you share? How much do you listen to them about their struggles or their personal life? When you listen to them about their struggles or their personal life, do you internalize it? Or do you simply, are you able to just feel compassion for them? Do you take their burdens on as your own after they tell you their burdens or their experiences, do you feel drained afterwards? If you do, then you need to set a stronger boundary. And what that boundary looks for like for you, you'll have to experiment and see what works. But the trick is to notice how you feel after those interactions. Are you inspired and fired up and you feel invigorated by the interaction with this patient or this person? Or do you feel drained? And if you feel drained, then your boundary isn't right and you have to figure out a different way to approach this either inside your mind or externally with the person. So that's one thing. And then another thing is your hours. So (laughs) some of us pride ourselves in being able to work, work, work. I I can pick up that shift. I can work extra. I can come in. Uh, And before you know it, you're working 55, 60 hours a week or something like that. 40 hours a week is enough, okay? 40 hours a week is enough. You don't need to work more. I understand if you need the money, fine. But be careful how much you are working. 
understand how long of a day you can work where you feel okay, you feel well worked, but it's not like you feel totally drained that you're you're going to need to sleep for 15 hours. What is that amount of time that you can work and feel good? And if you're working eight hours and you're feeling super, super drained, but you have no choice with your job to be able to work those eight hours, then figure out, why do I feel so drained? Do I need to eat a healthier lunch? Do I need to take more breaks? Do I need to work like more with a calmer mindset over those eight hours? Am I frying myself? And Understanding like how long of a workday you can work and making that workday work for you and not taking up extra shifts. And if you're tired of working the night shift or you're sick of working the afternoon shift and you dread going in, make a change. Make a change. Don't sacrifice your happiness and your energy for your job. And I don't know if you're going to agree with what I just said or not, but I really mean it. Do not sacrifice your life or your energy for your job, even if you love your job. If you love your job, there is an opportunity out there to be able to do the work that you love where it isn't going to drain you, where it isn't going to demand too much out of you. You have to believe that that's possible and not slave or push or sacrifice for some schedule or something that isn't working for you in your life. So those are two things. One is setting boundaries with your clients or with the people you interact with. Number two is understanding, you know, that you are in control of the hours that you work and what your shift is, and if it's not something you like, then making a change would be worth it. And number three is understanding what your needs are what and what makes you feel recovered. What, what do you need in order to feel relaxed? What do you need in order to feel refreshed? For me, sometimes I want to sleep 11 hours. If I am really, really tired or I am feeling really depleted, I need to sleep 11 hours. Or is it your manicure that makes you feel like really, really good? Or do you need to voice something you need to a relationship in your life? Do you need to spend time with your spouse? Is that really important to you? Do you need a vacation away? Understanding what your needs are and what is super important to you, what makes you feel like you're living a good life, and not sacrificing. Do not sacrifice your needs. Do not uh, give away your time. Just as much as you feel other people are important and their happiness is important, your happiness and your needs are just as important. So be sure, in order to avoid burnout, be sure that you are seeing your needs and your life as equally valuable as the lives and needs of the people around you. You're not putting your life and your needs as less valuable than other people's, are you? Because... That will lead to sacrificing and burnout eventually. So really building up. If you've got any low self-worth or low confidence, 
building up that self-worth and that confidence is essential to being able to set those boundaries, to feel confident, to create the schedule that you want and to get your needs met. So in order to prevent burnout, you need to ensure that you have strong self-worth, that you see the importance of your rest, that you see the, you really feel the impact of your recovery time and your time with your family or whatever it is that makes you feel rested and filled up. What fills up your cup? So one last thing about burnout is that burnout is actually really common and a way to simplify what I did talk about on this podcast in the boundaries, in the understanding what you need. Uh, one of the reasons burnout is so common is because so much of our society, so many of us have a difficult time saying no. We have a hard time saying no to something. And that comes in with the boundaries. That comes in with taking on a schedule that we don't like. That comes in with... Uh, not taking our day off because somebody needs us to fill in the schedule or whatever it is. We have, a lot of us have a hard time saying no because we feel like we need to show up or we feel like saying no is mean or like a failure. And saying no is not a failure. Saying no is not mean. Saying no is not selfish. Saying no is self-care. Saying no is understanding what is good for you and what is not good for you. And it's important that all of us understand when we need to say no because then we are all taking care of ourselves. If we understand when we can say yes and when we can say no, then we're taking care of ourselves. And then our energy will be stronger. Our energy will not run out. We won't have to fill the reserves again. So practicing saying no is also really important for burnout. You guys have a great week. It's National Cougar Day today. Cougar the big cat. I don't think I'm old enough to be a cougar yet. So I wasn't talking about me. I'm really just talking about the big cat. So enjoy your National Cougar Day. This month is, along with the other awarenesses, like we have Alzheimer's awareness, pride awareness, PTSD awareness. It's also zoo and aquarium awareness month, which is super fun because then that means that we have so many different animal, like National Cougar Day, animal days. Sea turtle day is coming up, so that's fun. I love animals. I want to paint more of my watercolor animals but this has just been a little bit crazy I haven't had it was funny I was talking to my six-year-old seven maybe my six-year-old niece the other week and she's like are you painting a lot right now and I was like well I I I, I did it recently and she's like oh I want to paint more but I just don't have the time I was like, you're starting saying that at six years old? Oh, no. But then she came up good. She was like, oh, but now it's summer. I might have the time now. I was like, yeah, good girl. So anyway, you guys, have a great week. Thank you for your patience as I'm a little groggy and listening to me and 
and the, your support for the podcast and all Jesse Treff. I really appreciate that you're here with me and I look forward to talking to you again next week. Stay focused, stay positive, stay joyful. Love you. Ciao.